0: This is odd. This is unusual. This deserves to be shot. <laughs> hey,
1: hey up. how do you, and welcome to Think About Eurovision, a Eurovision podcast with me, Chris, a Eurovision fanatic from t- Norfolk, UK. And
2: me, Chrissy a Eurovision old-timer from very much the south of the UK.
0: And me, Maddie, a Eurovision newcomer, very much not from the UK. You'll never <laughs> guess where.
1: <laughs> and the reason I'm talking right Northern-like is because today we're taking a look. At, I'm going to stop this now. It's getting ridiculous. and I'm not, not very good at accents. And I, I, I'm a Northerner, and my accent is not a very strong Northern accent, usually. <laughs> I'm going to have to stop. We're going to be taking a look at the 1982... Year of Eurovision Song Contest, from to Provincial Market Town of Harrogate in Yorkshire. I'm stopping now, <laughs> I promise. No more bad accents.
0: Just mine, that's all. That's
2: <laughs> yours is lovely, Matty, don't uh, yeah. Uh, I have just written here, I have no idea why it was staged here. And that you know, the fact it was, you know, that all that where is Harrogate donde esta Harrogate? ue Harrogate? quite right. Most people don't know where Harrogate is, do they?
0: I can confirm that. Yeah. I did not know where Harrogate is. I still don't know where it is. Yes. I know something happened there. Yeah,
1: I know where Harrogate is. Um, it's in Yorkshire. It's got yes. Betty's Tea Rooms where you can yes. go get a fat rascal.
2: Yes, it's a very famous tea room, isn't it, Betty's?
1: Yes. I've always wanted to go there. Not for the fat rascal because, you know, I don't like dried fruit, but I definitely want to go to Betty's Tea Room for afternoon tea.
2: Well, Harrogate, um, Matty, is one of the, is is a very nice middle class um, posh part of Yorkshire, along with York. Um, you know, not all parts of Yorkshire are like that. The same way, not all parts of Kent are like that. So, um, but Harrogate is very lovely.
1: Yes. So uh, you'll find people from the BBC will call it Harrogate. Well, actually, it's Arrogate. <laughs> um. So yeah. We're going to be taking a look at the, quite frankly, I, I'm going to I'm going to come out in support and favour of this Eurovision quite early, the bloody brilliant 1982 Eurovision Song Contest at the Harrogate Conference Centre, which incidentally
0: was used as a COVID field hospital last year. Well, that's about how I feel about this one. So, you know, this is going to be this is going to be an interesting one. I yeah. felt like this Eurovision was the most middle of the pack Eurovision there could have possibly been. I maybe it's because I'm I'm spoiled but I didn't there was a few that I hated but I'll put it this way most of them I liked to I liked very few of them I loved Oh
2: I so- I just remember it all being you know it was just a bit more um, amateur than I remember, because obviously I've, I watched it in real time, but as I said, I did watch it on a 12-inch black-and-white TV, so it wasn't, you know, a, you know, a, a high-definition experience at the time. Um, but I, I just thought, God, it all just seems so basic, you know?
1: 12-inch t- was... TV, when I were a kid, we just used to draw pictures on cardboard box. <laughs>
0: Well I I will put it this way, I actually thought that the staging and everything for this Eurovision was actually more progressive and interesting than what we saw for the ninety-one Eurovision. Oh well, so,
1: yes. I'm gonna agree on that. Yeah, it was quite a modern staging and yeah, I I've got no complaints about that.
2: And I did love seeing the orchestra. Ah, oh, the orchestra I've written here. And Ronnie Hazelhurst, who is a, um, you know, a BBC legend. So it was always, he, he was always our, for, for like 30 years, he was our conductor. And here he is in charge of the whole thing. <laughs>
1: Lovely. So, uh, Chris, you mentioned that we opened on the uh, Donde Esther Arrogate Harrogate. Yes. <laughs> um, video. And I, I quite enjoyed the uh, glimpse of Harrogate of the past. Um no, trying to make this market town in North Yorkshire look glamorous, they failed.
2: <laughs> they did fail, yes, yeah.
1: But for me, it was really, I mean, it it's not quite as much of a failure of looking like a desirable place to visit as they did with Birmingham. No,
2: quite.
1: Birmingham, you cannot dress up and make look nice.
2: Be careful! It's my it's my alma mater, Birmingham. So you know, and um, and, and quite uh, I spend quite a lot of time there. So and two two of my girls, two of my Eurovision girls, are Brummies, born and bred. So be very very careful.
1: I take it all back.
2: Yeah, please do. Otherwise, or, or you get the back of my hand. Indeed, <laughs> yes. don't want that. No. Uh, and
1: we had our lovely host for the evening, Jan Leeming, who uh, Chrissy. Um, you you told me that she's actually living local to you, isn't she?
2: Yes, she she is um a guide at my uh we I live in Canterbury, which is has got a very big cathedral, and um she is one of the guides, and um I took my cousin there a few months ago, and she was walking and she went, is that Jan Leeming? And I went, yes, it is. So yes, and so so yes, she's one of the one of the ladies who walks around with a sash showing people around. So. Oh, hum. Because she, so, was, the reason she was famous, because this this will blow your mind, boys, is that she was the third female newscaster in British history. She was <laughs> the second one on the BBC and the, um, the third one overall. We'd had, our first one was called, um, Angela Rippon. Um, and then there was one on the ITV and then Jan Leeming was our second one. So that was it. It was a big deal in the um, late 70s and early 80s to actually have women reading the news. It stuns me even to think about that.
1: Yeah, it's a wild thing to imagine. Mm. And in honour of you, uh, have you've, in, you've uh, done a bit of Jan Leeming cosplay for us.
2: Yes, I've got my Jan Leeming forehead headband on I said because I do sadly remember that we did all have these in 1982 so I'm just kind of you know reliving my youth
0: and it looks fantastic
2: thank you very much Matty that was the correct thing to say
0: (laughs) I'm frequently correct
2: yeah good good good
0: but I feel
1: we've uh, blathered about Arrogate and Jan Leeming for long enough shall we talk about music The the reason we love Eurovision so much.
0: Yes. Yes, we shall. Yes. Um, Who wants to start with their favorites? Well, I feel like I should... I'm going to kick this off because I feel like the first song of the night was also my favorite. It was cheesy. This is the first time I've ever sided with Portugal on something. Uh, Pretty much for any Eurovision that I've seen, I really... For some reason, this song is just stupid and fun and lovely, and their cosplaying is mariachi liberacis. and it was just love. It's the only song that I could. I walked away from this being, and I was just like, I was actually humming in my head, going do 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 do, hey. That's hey, hey. <laughs> hey. funny because the first time I watched this, I actually thought this would be the worst song of the evening. Where I was just like, oh no, I don't like this. And then halfway through the song, I'm just like, okay, I'm getting into this. You, you were a convert and, after the halfway point. Yeah, so that that was my choice for the t- for that's actually my favorite song of the night. So I, I was just like, all right, it didn't I, do very well, but I liked it. Well, I've
2: so, got it. I've got it sixth. I've got it sixth. Yeah. So it was, you know, I loved their outfits. I just thought, ah, oh, that's <laughs> that's the 1980s as I like to remember them. Glittery
1: <laughs> matador costumes. Yeah. Uh, so that was a doce with Bomb, which translates to very good. And yeah. it was very good. I enjoyed it. I put it yeah. seventh. Yeah. It, you know, it was like, you know, we had everything that you could want. You know, it was a girl band, you know, dance routines, uh, not, not much at all, musketeer outfits. That's musketeer, the one. Musketeer outfits, yes. Musketeer Sparkly musketeer yeah. outfits, like proto kind of girl power, yeah. um, you know, before, you know, the Spice Girls, you know, existed at all.
2: I've, I've written, they look great. And I've given them, I've, I've given myself an extra 10 marks on each one. And of course I've, I've gone for the overall Strauss stroke look and I've given them eight out of 10 for that. So, yeah.
0: You got to love the look, the yeah. look made it, the yeah. look made it. From
2: it. <laughs> and you know,
1: an tempo song, sort of, you know, takes inspiration from Portuguese folk. I mean, that is what you love about yours you know, got a bit of pop but a little bit of cultural heritage. Yep. Big fan yep. of that. And, um, you know, it's, it was a good start to the evening for me.
2: Yep. Yep. I think we all liked it a lot more than the world in general at the time did.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. it came in 13th place, so we all scored it much higher than that. Yeah. So what else have you got in your tops, Matty?
0: My next one is actually UK. So go, go Bardo, I, I think go. it is. Sally Ann, Ann the-
2: Triplet. she was the girl.
0: Yeah. My note for this one was literally what? Choreo <laughs> in this economy? That was that was my note. Uh it was fun, it was bouncy, it was silly. Maybe I was just in a mood that day and I was just like, you know what I need? This was this was this was one that stood out to me. But also what I did this time that was kind of unusual to last time is I actually watched it all first. Then I went and actually found the playlist and listened to all the songs again just to see the differences, and some of them are drastically better and actually became much more memorable when it was actually in song like professional studio form. Yeah. And this was one of the ones that I thought was okay live and then after listening to it I'm just like, okay, there's more layers to this. I can get into this a bit more. It was a lot more fun. And yeah. It it is kind of unusual cuz I feel like the, a lot of my third to like probably about 14th place I feel like a lot of those could just be interchangeable. Because I don't feel like there was a lot of... Uh, the songs were strong, but maybe all a little bit... V- like, very similar, I found.
2: Yes, there was a definite style, wasn't there? There was a Harrogate style, I think.
0: hmm The one thing I wrote next to so many of them is very Brel, Very Jacques Brel, Very much... That old French style, even if they're not French, just that <laughs> that style kind of resonated throughout the entire night for me. And that was...
1: Yeah, I, I, I picked up on that, that sort of style. You've given it words I couldn't think of. That's what I'm good with, describing useless things and making them <laughs> poetical. I mean, that's good for an audio form- so, format such as a <laughs> podcast. Uh, but I'm in agreement with you with regards to Bardo with One Step Further. I put it in second. And I went on the roller coaster at first. My instant reaction was, oh, the way the way that they're gazing at each other at the start of a song, I wanted to claw my own eyes out.
0: Kim would be so disappointed in you. This- <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just offended me. And then they got on her hands and knees and did that little sort of twerking moment <laughs> before twerking. And I was sold, I was like, This is high camp. I love it. And you know when she puts her leg up in his hand in his hands, and it's all sexy. I could imagine people at the time clutching at their pearls, being completely scandalised by such salacious dancing. I loved it, and it was a bit, <laughs> a little bit meatloaf and share kind of, you know, meatloaf uh, power ballads. A little bit Steinman at times, and uh, I, I am a sucker for that kind of vibe.
2: Well, I've written less embarrassing than I remember, except. For- <laughs> Except for the knicker flashing at the end. So I obviously clutched my pearls at that point. <laughs> and
1: went, ooh, yeah. So, yeah, um, for me, I, I loved it. And, and the middle eight bit where they broke it down, I was like, yes, this is like, you know the bit in um, You Took the Words Right Out of My Mouth? Was, you took the words right out of my mouth. And it sort of dies down. It was like that bit. And I was a big fan of it.
2: Yeah, well, it's a very familiar song for me. Obviously, I've heard it many millions of times over the last 40 years. So it's kind of difficult for me to come at it fresh, really. But yeah, I, I, I put them exactly as they were the only ones I agreed with the um, with the general public. I put them seventh and they were seventh. So, yep. yeah.
1: Cause that because was a, I, bel- I read that, that was a Terry Wogan's uh, personal pick to win, wasn't it?
2: Yes, yeah. Hmm, hmm. Any others at the top there, Matty?
0: Well, I know we pr- we're probably going to each like present our top three, but <laughs> my third one was uh, Yugoslavia <laughs> with the "Hello, Hello," oh, and yeah. <laughs> you know a funky B. Arthur and her the other not quite Golden Girls. Yeah. Uh, one thing I loved about them was the pants.
2: Oh, I've written. They had. He- this,
0: they had. They have hideous, the strippy pants that I loved. Hideous
2: split trouser boiler suits I've written here.
0: <laughs> oh, they were, they were the, the tackiest, awesomest thing that I shamelessly adore. Are you wearing so, some yeah. today,
2: Matty? Hmm? Are you wearing them today? That implies
0: I wear pants when I'm recording the podcast. Oh, that's that curious. Is, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> am actually. But, you know, next time I will probably have the, the strippy, flappy pants.
2: Yes, excellent. Now I know
0: it, I know the next thing my clothing line needs, <laughs> strappy Yugoslavian golden girl pants. I could not get over how much that one woman looked like B Arthur, and I I mean that as a, as a compliment. Yeah, I guess it's a compliment, but just the way that she was moving and the way they were focusing on her, I was just like they really do not want to paint this woman in a good light. They are catching every bad angle on her. Yeah. But the song itself was was bouncy and flouncy and fun and yeah. I yes. guess I was just in a bouncy mood that day, which is unlike me. Yeah. <laughs> but was like, yeah, it was ridiculous. It was fun.
2: I've written perky and lively, full marks yeah. for effort.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as either of you two. I, I put it 10th. Well,
2: I gave mu- it. I, I gave it half a,
1: half amount of total marks I could possibly give it. I half liked the song. It started off really great. The intro, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is." Oh, and then the, the, then the song kind of stopped as they started singing. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, we've got a song of two halves here." And when they sang "Shooby doo Wop," yeah. I was like, "Nope, lost lost points there. Immediate loss of points."
2: Yeah. I think that's
0: very fair, yeah. especially in regards to. First off, for some reason, I just keep thinking of Fembot from Futurama because, you know, <laughs> B. Arthur voiced that as well. So I'm just like, yeah. clearly, this is the song that's playing in the background. But just as they were on there with the hello, hello, with the with the split pants, my notes were fun, peppy girl group of the moment. Shuby doo wop literally yes. are my notes. <laughs> and... This was one of those songs that actually for me became better when I listened to the studio version. Okay. Because yeah. then you got more of the levels, you got more of the harmonies that were coming through. Yes. So, is it a great song? No. <laughs> is it is it in my top 5 of the Eve Dig Shamelessly? Yes. Yeah. Yes it is. So.
2: Yes, because at first the sound wasn't very good because um the three of them were on stage. It looked like all three of them were singing, but you could only hear one of them at the very beginning because I was sort of going, ooh. And then it sort of, it, obviously someone switched the right switched the right knob on and it, they all started singing. So, yes, there was a bit of a problem there at the beginning.
1: Live sound is difficult. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. I like about podcasting. I don't have to do anything live. It's all in the post-production.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I knew those would be kind of like three out of left field choices considering normally i'm pretty close to the actual voting ranks and this time i'm just like oh no i'm like way out in left field (laughs) so chrissy tell us about your favorites
2: well i really liked the alternative version of bardo which was austria which was the boy and the girl in the pink and blue who did something really quite similar to Bardo in as much it was the pair of them. Um, she was in the little flouncy dress he was in, and they were doing the little two-parter, you know. Um, and I I preferred that to Bardo because um, I, I, I just thought Austria pulled it off a bit better. Um, it was uh, a Bardo lookalike pair in pink and blue, both better dressed than Bardo. This is quite <laughs> cute. Her ponytail keeps nearly hitting him in the face. Props to them singing while doing... Um, really quite lively dancing it's what I've called here a secret affair dance it's how we used to dance in my first year at university all that all that jumping up and down kind of thing and they're dancing they're singing at the same time so I thought and I've written I like this and a little smiley face so yeah
1: now now Matty I'm curious to see because I'm not going to ask you this Chrissy, because you speak enough German to probably understand what the song's about Matty what do you think that song is about I don't care. I just, <laughs> it's just... The song is called Sontag, which is German for Sunday. Yeah, I got that
0: one. Yeah, because they said that at the beginning. <laughs> I was just like, I know that. I know. I know what Sontag means. I. I. This one got a B for me. It came in at seven. It uh, came in fifth, actually.
2: Oh, good. So yeah, so not so. so yeah, it was third for me. So hardly any yeah. difference, really. So.
0: My yeah. only thing is, I don't remember this at all.
2: It's pink and blue, a pink and blue bardo. She was blonde with a little. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, I remember they were. I, my notes are uh, bouncy, bouncy, very bouncy, bouncy. So those are my those are my technical notes for this song. I do remember it, but I don't remember it. If that speaks to anything. My problem with this song is that the song is singing about
1: the joys of just lying around on a Sunday. What? How did that relate to that song? They were bouncing around, doing all the flips and (laughs) kicks. No, if you're going to sing about lying around on Sunday, I want your song to sound like Morrissey. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Morrissey before all of his unfortunate views.
1: Yes. Well, I think he always had them, but, you know, Morrissey before he started spouting his unfortunate views.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, You know, I I want a song about Sunday to sound bleak. And, And if you're thinking about lazing around on a Sunday... Make make it make sense with the production.
2: Fair enough,
0: fair enough. That's it. I kind of enjoyed it. So I'm going to put it in ninth. Yeah,
2: yep, yep.
0: Like that's right. I feel like most of these songs for me are completely interchangeable, because they were all they were all fine. Like, so many of them were. Some were not fine, and we'll get into those. <laughs> yes, but.
1: Yes most yeah. were fine <laughs> i i wonder what you're going to say when you hear about my tops but um go on christy what else have you got in your um, my
2: second was Cyprus, and i've oh, are those oranges we see in the postcard i said because of <laughs> course we know that Cyprus are famous for oranges yeah and i've written Matty's favorite phrase here a park and bark and i said she is very glamorous in her draped grecian style dress um, i did
0: love her dress yes a flat proper, out great yeah. dress
2: a proper professional singer, I've written here, and the song mm-hmm. has a memorable hook. So I've given it like uh, out of ten, seven, eight, eight. So yes, it, it it did well for me, and that wasn't it wasn't the bouncy, bouncy, boingy, boingy one. It was a you know. lady who i thought could really sing a proper professional singer i've written
1: (laughs) i'm glad i've got you two to keep an eye on the fashion because i am really bad at following fashion and making any notes about it because i'm like they are wearing clothes and that is a good thing Um, i i'm not very good at noticing the fashions on eurovision at all
2: but any comments on Cyprus, or are you are you, are you all going for, behind your
1: head? For me, I put you thirteenth. I wasn't a big fan. It was a it was oh. a bait and switch and a switch again because it started off big and theatrical and then it went small uh, when she started singing and then it ramped up and I thought oh oh we're getting no no
0: we just never got there for me. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> my that's exactly my thing as well. I have them tenth, and I was just like my only note was her voice is great. Ah, uh, she she consummate professional but it feels like the song's missing something. I feel like it kept thinking it was going to go somewhere and then it never did. Yeah, it felt like a cyclical time loop of mediocrity. Ooh.
1: Ooh
2: nice yes. wordplay. Yes. Big, <laughs> long words as well.
0: I can do words. <laughs> I do words good. And- <laughs> oh, well, I, I, definitely, the- I definitely get what you're saying there, though. I, l- I liked the song. I liked her. She was great. But yeah. just it, it, it felt like it was like lacking that little sparkle. Yeah. It the was serviceable, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, for me.
2: And and well, boys, my first, I'm afraid, is the winner because I said it's such a famous song for me, and you know, I've, I, I, it's, it was just hard for me to come at this subjectively because you think, I've, I've, have seen her perform it fairly recently, and da di da and good old a little peace and understanding, um, you know. And it was so lovely that the Germans finally won because they, I don't think they, I'm not sure they've ever missed a contest for any reason. And this was the first time they'd won. So, so they are known
0: for their efficiency. Yeah. So. They are.
2: Yes. yeah. We will yeah. keep going until we win. And Ralph Siegel, who wrote it is, you know, he is Mr. Eurovision I've heard him interviewed and uh, I think this is the only time he's won, but he's, he, he's, he's, um written 13 of the um, German entries over the years. So that's, you know. Yeah. So was
0: this the, their first win? This yep, was absolutely that first
2: win? absolutely And were there with... any
0: wins between this and Lena or
2: No. No. Hmm. No. But I said I was with a German who was who was very kind of Oh, this is so uncool watching the Eurovision. Why are we doing this? Ah oh, we've won! <laughs> we ran off round to the um round to the bar and um she she stood us many, many drinks, so that was fine.
1: So this no. was Nicole with Ein Bischen Frieden. Ein
2: bisschen, yes. And um,
1: she... A bit of peace.
2: Yeah. Yeah, a little piece and understanding, as she used to sing
1: in, um well, yeah, um, I mean she did her um, reprise at the end, and she sang in I think four or five different yeah, languages, exactly. so you know talented and only seventeen at the time,
2: yep exactly.
1: yeah, um I just wanna i I just wanna just give a moment just to appreciate the conductor for Germany, no, Dom. that great mane of hair and excellent handlebar moustache
2: yes. <laughs> I you said,
1: said fashion.
2: Fashion. What conductors what is this? <laughs> yeah, I I really miss the conductors. I must admit. If I just find my diary for 1982 here, um, <laughs> um let's have a look.
1: For the listener, Chrissy has got her 1982
2: You're diary to hand. Do. there you go, 24th of April, 1982. My last three, um, my last three words are Norbert Down rules. Norbert Down was the uh, <laughs> German. Conductor. So we were, we were very taken with Norbert. Down.
1: He he just oozed coolness. Yeah,
2: yeah. You he
1: could did. tell he's a cool dude.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. A Nicole single is still the only Eurovision entry to top the sales charts in every territory it's been released in. Yeah.
2: Yes, it was number wow, one. Really? In, yeah, number yeah. one in the UK, which is very unusual for a Eurovision winner. But I've got to be honest, I didn't love it that much. I put it twelve. Oh, oh wow!
0: Yeah, that's like way down there. Yeah. I'm like right. In the, I'm like right, split in the middle with you. I have it sixth. For me, it was a little bit
1: oh, love, love, peace, peace, for want of a better phrase. But for me, I just hate the key change. I hate a key change that's a straight vamp up to the next key along, where it just slides up the scale. I prefer like a turnaround rather than a straight vamp. So, just little musical kind of things that I don't care for.
0: Yeah. I thought it was very pleasant, very sweet. Yeah. Uh, my note is two chipmunks away from a Disney princess. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, it was cutesy. It was very nice. It was lovely. Um, I had a feeling when this song played it coming in blind. I didn't know this was the winner, but once I heard the song, I'm just like, I feel like this song won. I feel like this was the song that <laughs> there obviously. is. was a harp,
2: is wasn't there? I liked the, the harp. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: a German techno punk band called DAF D A F didn't like this, and they released their own sort of response called Ein Bishen Krieg, a bit of war. <laughs> a bit of war. It's yeah. <laughs> a sort of as a response to the song, which is I just like, if, guys, if you don't like it, you just don't have to release a sort of war is great kind of song. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just, just, just move on with your lives. Yeah,
2: exactly. Especially if you're German, it's always something a bit, you know. Maybe, maybe maybe a little taboo yeah, exactly. a little problematic really yes yes so yes so those were my top three guys right. so were
1: your chris <laughs> i am a hot mess compared to um where the juries put things so do my, tell <laughs> my um, my absolute favorite came 17th on the night my absolute favorite no. was
0: no
2: oh god don't dare you god that was absolute it was god awful yeah it was. I the recording's it. worse. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: i love it not even ironically i love oh. it completely oh, unironically no. it's like it honestly because it's like it reminds me of, like the um music my dad would have in a car because my dad was into punk and then new wave mm-hmm. and it was a punk new wave song with a little bit more of a pop dial turned up, I think.
2: Oh, well, um, ask, ask your dad about, you know, the Secret Affair dance. So, that you know, he'll know about that. So, <laughs> yes, that's New Wave.
1: Yeah. But it's like, you know, we start with like a great electro beat. And it reminds me of, so this is not a well-known band, but it really reminds me of a, a New Wave punk band from Liverpool. They're, they're a fairly new band. They're not like from back in the day, called Pete Benfen and the Dinner Ladies. Good name. Who are brilliant. And Pete does have, um, so he's got his backing band and they're sort of um, all-female backing band with him. And they wear sort of tabards, like the British school dinner ladies. And he's now got uh, dancers who dress up as welfare assistants as well. So Excellent. A great band with, a, a you know, an image that works for them. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we've got a song about VHS recorders. <laughs> How brilliant is that?
0: Well, I, <laughs> Am I alone in this? I agree with the public. I had them 17th. I I I, them- I couldn't I honestly couldn't stand the song. I thought no. that it was I'm I'm glad you find joy in it. I think that's great. Uh yeah. for me, uh They they weren't the worst for me.
2: No. I got them 14th. I just I think it's interesting
0: that you compared it to Punk because I found this song especially when they recorded it live, it sounded more like it hadn't... I, I couldn't find an edge. I was looking everywhere for a hard corner and I just don't <laughs> feel like there was any punk in there at all. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm surprised where you're just like... it. It To, to find it between that nexus point between those two genres because I did, I did not feel that at all. I found it very... Like maybe if you're talking talking heads or if you're talking like some of the lighter punk bands,
1: yeah but- it's definitely not sort of punk rock but definitely that sort of more sort of towards a pop end of the punk punk spectrum yeah. not pop punk like blink like to pop punk but yeah you know, when pop punk was in its infancy yeah and the fact they singing a song about vhs recorders is punk rock <laughs> in itself
2: yeah it's a little well, I'd only seen my first video recorder a year previously, and we didn't actually know anyone who had one until about 1983. So, uh, uh, and you wrote
1: a song about it, right?
2: Obviously, I did. Yes, in my yes. diary. Obviously, <laughs> after my, you know, my love affair with Norbert Dow. Yes, so, it's yes, called did,
0: Betamax. Betamax.
2: Yeah, quite. I, 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 bought, I backed the wrong horse there. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. I, I do appreciate the leather trousers. I must admit, I, I like a good leather trouser on a young man. So that that's another, another another hint for you there, Matty, next time. I either the um the Yugoslavian split harem pant things or some leather trousers next time.
0: I'm gonna combine them into one, obviously. Oh of course. Leather that's... split trip pants. <laughs> oh. that, as long as there's no spats in there as well, I think no we'll quite- be okay. So
2: Okay then, Chris, you frightened us with you. That's number three, is it?
0: But that, that's my number one. I just oh, had to. Okay. I
2: just
1: had to get that out of my system. I've been yeah. waiting to discuss I, that one.
0: <laughs> I feel like I know what your next two are going to be, well, and you I think know, my
1: next second, my, my second place is that's Bardo. Yeah. Who do you yeah. think I've got in third place? Finland. You're wrong. Oh, thank God! They're in fourth. Uh, <laughs> really?
2: I've got them fifth. I've got them fifth. Honestly. <laughs> so.
1: My my top four is like all very closely scored. It's like 92 points out of 100 for Denmark, 90 for the UK, 87 for Belgium. Um, oh, yeah. Spoiler alert, that's my third place. And then 85 for Finland. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, before we go to uh, Belgium. Uh, so uh, Kojo with Nuku Pomin, which translates roughly to sleep to the bomb, which... It's terrible, lousy advice, sort of saying, you know, if there's a nuclear crisis, just sleep for it. You'll be all right. Um, But, I mean, it's like Alvin Stardust meets B.A. Robinson meets the Blues Brothers. It's a little bit punk and a little bit camp. I kind of like it. Again, it's just that kind of punk energy, but not musically punk, I would say. But, yeah, the advice in the song is absolutely lousy.
0: (laughs) So uh, yeah, Finland for me was fifteenth. <laughs> so you were closer to the general consensus yes, there. Yes, yes.
2: Well, Apparently, yeah. Uh, for me, yeah.
0: Wait, you had you had it in fifth.
2: I had them fifth,
0: yeah. Wow. Okay, so I'm I'm the outlier here. Yeah, yeah I right. I didn't like the song. I I thought he looked like Sting who had been dipped in bleach. Um, my note is literally WTF is this song?
2: Well, I've written ahead of their time. And I said, as is often the case, Finland going a little harder than the rest of Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Handsome blonde chap in red suit, you know, bomb me. I like the lads in the band ahead of their time. There you go. So yes, I only gave the song five and a half out of 10, but I gave the overall look eight, you see, so it pushed them up.
0: Of course. Yeah. 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 Maybe that was my problem. I didn't actually, I didn't mark them on looks this time.
2: Yeah. Next
0: time I'm going to be vain and shallow as well. Yeah. Just to make sure that I'm on par with everything else. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I've written uh, that, um, that that Stella from Belgium is wearing neck curtains, which is, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: So, yeah, Stella from Belgium was my third place with uh, Si tu aimes ma musique, if you like my music. Yeah. How was my pronunciation there, Chrissy?
2: Not too bad. I'm, yeah. I'm not crying, so that's good. Maybe like a D. Yeah. I've written, this song is nothing like as sophisticated as the singer is. But again, pretty old-fashioned in the era of Tainted Love and Craftworks the model, which is what we were actually listening to.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, you know. it, I definitely got some, you know, there was the hint of a good sort of new wave song there again. And yeah. this is like a key thing for me. Some of my favourite songs in this in this contest have that new wave vibe about yeah. them. And I can see that. Yeah, I mean, Stella, you know, I put in my notes, that I want a more rocky kind of new wave, like some of a bit more edge yeah. to it. And that I would go mad for it, but I really enjoyed this. um, you know, we had that synthy kind of sound. it sounded modern, uh but sadly, lyrically it is a plea for unity, so we're back into love yeah. love peace, peace territory,
2: yeah, I had Belgium at eighth, so they were halfway not quite halfway down, so there you go,
0: yeah, I had them in my sea of seas, so they were she was she was eleventh for me, but i I don't feel like she was that far off most of the others so so I think it's time
1: we discuss the ones that are t- towards the bottom of our score sheets so um,
0: go on Matty who have you got down there I detested Ireland Yeah, so not good. just detested Ireland I hated this song with a fiery passion <laughs> and the more I think about it the angrier I get yeah. not because the song was bad the song is perfectly serviceable number one why do four people need to sing this song? Number two, <laughs> why do they have a useless male member? It's the same thing as like, I'm going to, I'm going to make some enemies here. It's like Steps and S Club 7. Yeah. If you're not going to do something with your male member, don't have one. <laughs> yeah. do, be like, don't. do be careful.
2: Do be careful what you say that. I well, do well,
0: love Steps. I do love S Club 7, but they do not do enough with their gender run. Right? Hey, is great in Steps, but Lee, what's he doing there? He's just yeah. there dancing. <laughs>
2: well,
0: but it's it's like, I, I, why, why this song? Yeah. My notes for this is they needed four people for this song. No, it's awful. It's terrible. I hate it. Uh,
2: yeah. I've written terribly also- cheesy right from the start.
0: Yeah. I just like here today, gone tomorrow. That's not soon enough.
1: Just
0: <laughs> get it out of here. I did. I didn't like it. So, no, so you're not a, like a fan
1: of, of the ones. Duskies. Didn't like the Duskies. N- nor did I. But I put them third from bottom because. Same
2: here. Third from yeah.
1: bottom. So we've all got them in bottom. He's like, for me, my problem is that, and
0: you know, <laughs> they're also third from bottom for
1: me. <laughs> We've all agreed on being a third from the bottom. That's brilliant. I hate everything about this, yeah. and I blame the English language. If they were singing in, in you know, Irish, I wouldn't hate it as much. But I can, yeah. I know just how fucking terrible those lyrics are.
2: Yeah, it's just ghastly.
1: Yeah, just no. I don't, I don't like it all. But I did make a note. This is one of my nominations
0: for the James Bond song of the evening. Yeah. Really? Oh. yeah. Yeah. I couldn't come up with one that was closer, which I I hate myself for. Um, I think Israel could be a contender that, as well. That was my other one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other option would have been Spain because it was like French with or like Spanish with a French twist. Yeah. Cuz it sound it was it kind of played the line between or Cyprus as well cuz that one could have also been. <laughs> yes, the yeah. bond song, but
2: yeah, I've written Saturday Night Fever dreadful dance moves, deeply uncool. This is Ireland. I'm not keen on Ireland. I'm with you all the way.
1: Love me so, and then you pack up and off you go. Like, I'd fucking leave as well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've just put us into explicit territory there.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> so was that your actual bottom bottom? Was that third from bottom for you, Matty?
0: That was third for bottom. We've so, already talked about my two bottom bottoms.
2: Which were so we
0: talked about Denmark and we talked about uh, Finland.
2: Uh, and so yes, you then, did. You did agree with the um with the general public there because those were the two bottom ones in the real thing. Yeah.
0: Somehow that that happened. Yeah. Normally, um, my other one was a uh, my other bottom that was actually fourteenth or whatever whatever it is numbers. I can't tell. Fifteen. <laughs> uh, 15 Luxembourg. Yeah. Svetlana.
2: Same. Yes. Luxembourg. Luxembourg
0: fifteenth for me as well. <laughs> well, that's
2: spooky. <laughs> it was so boring. It
0: was so boring, just boring. Nothing happened. Uh, pretty enough, very soprano.
2: Yeah,
0: was my note, and I just yeah. didn't, I didn't like it. No, and there was one other. I can't remember who it was. The guy playing on the piano and the woman who just did not didn't yeah. add anything. Hated that yeah. one too.
2: Yeah, those uh, are those. My ones that yeah.
1: first note was that I'm instantly bored by it. Uh, I thought it was going to... The yeah. intro, I thought, you know, it was going to go big. Um, but no, she went home. Um, and she's that weird thing yeah. that... <laughs> I hate to gender this, but it does tend to be female singers do when they try to sing really... higher than their natural ranges. And they go yeah. to the back of the throat. And I hate it. It's just an annoying sound. The, the best example I could give that is um one of the greatest storms of a 90s sister act. When...
2: Oh, and the you know the, uh, yes. the
1: I don't know the uh, character's name, but the one who it's the um the uh sort of middle aged one who um first go follows um Whoopi Goldberg to the bar. Um when she's singing at first and she's trying to sing soprano but she's more of an alto. And she sings too high like that. I can't remember. I'll have to find the scene and pop it in the show notes. But yeah, it it's very much uh that style of vocals, so sort of very back of the throat and uh no, I'll I i do not like that and I never will.
2: I've written she's trilling away while the backing group hold the tune. Yeah. You know, that kind of yeah. well shall I can I tell you the one I hate, hate, hate. Go on,
0: is this, your, is this your is your absolute bottom last oh, yes, please.
2: Oh can, we, can, can me and
0: Chris guess? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. Go on. I'm gonna guess Sweden.
2: No, Sweden. Were in the, <laughs> I just, sorry, I
0: was just like Sweden, Switzerland, Switzerland. Any of the other ones,
2: Switzerland, Switzerland. Oh, okay. And I've written the UK jury bloody gave this. Yeah, 12. but the UK
1: public have shown themselves that they can't be trusted in a vote. But
2: well, it's not. Well, it's not. Or oh, jury. Yes. Well, it's not the public, is it? It's just the jury. Yeah. Um. But what I've written about it, um, I just. I, firstly, I said I like the huge blinking St Bernard in the postcard. It had a well,
1: terrifying blinking St um, Bernard.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've got dreadful Bob hairdo, Jesus have written, this song is 15 years behind the Times, Saturday evening variety show circa 1968, head of the PTA does karaoke. I hated it, everything about it. You uh, know. I
1: wasn't a fan, I was just no. bored. I was just, oh, I've got no more notes in it. Uh, and we're back to boring Chris time, because I yeah. was bored by yeah. it. And, that's and a, that is a cardinal sin, being boring.
2: And, and, and third. It came third overall, and, I, and it was it was bottom by some margin for me. So yeah. you know, yeah, well, actually not by some margin because my second to bottom was the Netherlands, which I also was not keen on.
1: Well, you you've uh, matched me on the uh, the second to bottom as well, the Netherlands. So Bill Van yeah. Dyke with uh, you and I. I'm not going to try the uh Dutch yeah, version
2: exactly. You <laughs> yeah. I've
1: written <laughs> shite. So well, you're embracing that? <laughs> that uh, we're no, yes. now into explicit territory. You're just going to swear.
2: Yes, yes.
1: F and Jeff all yeah. over the shop.
2: Well, that's what I've written. I mean, I don't often. Uh, I'm not often that nasty, but yeah, the Netherlands. Yeah, Bill, not Dick Van Dyke. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for for me, oh, oh, the the point where well, I just feel sick thinking about it, where the drummer just turned and winked to camera. Oh no. Oh.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. My soul left oh, my, my God. body. <laughs> No, I hated this one. This was, this was my 12th. I just, (laughs) I, there was something about it that just reminded me of like a bad version of, uh, that video where they're playing guitars very vacantly. Sexy ladies. Uh,
1: I know you're on about, um, Robert Palmer, Addicted to Love. It was like, yes, thank you.
0: I only know the Shania Twain remake of it, obviously. (laughs) Uh, no, it just reminded me of something, combination between that and the Muppets, where all the women are just like smiling vacantly at the camera. And then just being, I'm just like, this is just creepy. Yeah. This is odd. This is unusual. This deserves to be shot. Yes. And I don't mean with a camera. It was not. It was not. No. Yeah. I've
2: written, he is a major twat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah. I, I was already in a bad mood when this, before this song started because their postcard came with that... Van der Valk theme.
2: The Van der Valk theme, yeah. piece of music, no. It's very, very Dutch, though. I've written postcard as the Van der Valk theme and EDAM. They were certainly leaning into their stereotypes there, weren't they?
1: For me, I just hate that piece of music and put me in a bad mood because I used to do gymnastics after school. And I went to a gymnastics club and I, because I was good at gymnastics, but I hated this club because all we did was this same routine week after week to that single piece of music. Ah, uh,
2: see, so you've had a trauma, childhood trauma so with it.
1: So as soon as I heard that piece of music, I was like, nope, not going to like this. Uh, and I wasn't wrong for not liking it. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and like he had like kids TV presenter energy um, and then there's bad Bad vocals when he screeched at the end. Just no, nope, yeah. no, thank you. No, no.
2: I think yes. I think we can all agree. So, so what did you think of Switzerland then, Chris?
1: Again, I—that's the one I, I only said before. I just kind of was bored by Switzerland. So yeah, right. I put well, 14th. You have 14th. Yeah. So yeah. I had them eighth.
2: <laughs> Where?
1: I had them eighth. Oh. oh. Yeah. So, for me, we know my third from bottom, we know my second from bottom, but would you like to have a guess at my absolute bottom, a song that I hated more than anything else?
0: It has to be one we haven't talked
1: about it yet. Is. The,
0: the options at this point are slim. Twiggy. I would say Norway. You Twiggy. are right, Matty. Norway. Mo- mo- people mooning at each other, and a guy playing piano, and a woman providing absolutely... Oh, or was she that- playing the piano? She was playing piano. <laughs> She was playing piano and then only sang for like a bit of the chorus and it was awful. And lame I'm sorry,
2: and but they are Eurovision royalty. Jan Teigen and Anita Skorgan are a married couple. And between them, they represented Norway about six or seven times, either as a pair or, and and Jan taigen was the very, very first. Dreadful, dreadful, null point for for Norway. It's called Mil Etter Mil, and I can't remember what year it is, but it is excruciatingly bad. <laughs> so as soon as I saw him, I went, "Ah, oh, it's Jan," <laughs> and he's looking creepily. But it was actually his wife, so it's yeah. not quite as bad, you know.
1: But the thing is, though, I mean, right. I just want to put it out there: their age gap isn't as big as it looks. He was thirty three; she was twenty four. That, but it absolutely, looked like, um. You know, he was a creepy, much older-looking dude, sort of singing at her face.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and his sort of cosy jumper from, like, a CNA and catalogue from the 80s. Well, it is
2: the 80s. Don't uh, 80s. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wasn't okay with it at all. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this the, was nice. they were t- it was a ballad about the duo taking the roles of lovers, ending a relationship, and not long after they divorced...
2: Yeah, wearing school jumper. I've written here. He's he is. Yeah, current duet of the type I especially hate because I'm just not into those at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I was I didn't feel that one. Um, so just, anything else that you want to talk about? There's,
1: there's a couple that I'd like to sort of touch on that were you know of of note, not in my tops, but you know,
0: were of note. I remember there was one that I hated, but I think I've blocked it out <laughs> because I have it here. Uh, turkey, uh, honey. Yes, and I just re- I have it like way at the bottom, and I'm just like I don't remember it much, just because I think I've just stopped. So, but I I yeah. put you fifth. I quite oh, enjoyed it.
2: I've got the I've yeah. got it fourth. Yes.
1: <laughs> I mean, for me, oh, this was another nomination for the James Bond song of the evening, but the villain's James Bond song. Hmm. Yeah, he he looked full on, looked like a Bond villain. But I, I love when, we, you know, we, we talk about, you know, the reason that Turkey pulled out of Eurovision because it being too gay, apparently.
2: Yeah. And they sent yes. this.
1: They sent this. Yeah. This is campus tits. Yeah.
2: yeah. I've written, it sounds like something from a 1960s film. So that's probably why you're thinking of Bond themes, yeah. guys. Because yeah, yeah. it was, uh, Yeah, I've got cracking centre parting from the lead singer.
1: You know, I, I also music music nerd speaking. with really good call and response from the trumpet uh, to the guy singing. Really enjoyed that bit. Well, I've
2: I, written I like the, the song is passable and the performance is very professional. I do like it when they when they don't let themselves down, when they can sing and and, and the, the people can really play the tune and you know and yeah. So
1: I also want to give a, a shout out to Spain, who I put sixth. Um, very Spanish indeed, and I think they'd do better if they sent more songs of that much drama.
2: Oh well, of course I was living, We were living in Spain at the time, so we—that's the only one we knew. Because you—you didn't—you didn't used to hear them. They were never released. Um, the songs were not released at all in these days. You—you you, you had no chance to hear them until the night of the contest, except for the one hmm. that was going from the the country that you were in. So we knew the um, and we used to sing. Spain doesn't because it's called El we said it was Spain doesn't stand a snowball's chance in L of winning the Eurovision because we did not like this and she was she was absolutely full of herself she was on on every kind of you know um local news program and everything so yeah yeah it was very it was kind of stereotypically Spanish you know it literally had I've written here you know it's got bloody castanets um you know a, a bit of a tango theme a pasodoble theme yeah. castanets something and it's, it's just kind of Oh, yes, leading into the Spanish, Castanets, Paso Doble. Uh Yeah, she can't hit the notes I've written here. <laughs>
1: well, the yeah. fact that it was a tango caused a bit of controversy because yeah. um, yeah. the contest being been in Britain and the tango is associated with Argentina, who at the time uh, the UK was at war with.
2: Yes, we were.
1: Um, so, uh, yeah, con- caused a bit of controversy. But you know what? I quite enjoyed it. It was quite dramatic and intense and brooding. And if um, Spain brought some more of that intensity to their songs rather than the audio beige they've been bringing recently, I think they'd do better. Yeah. Uh, I, I say I'm audio beige. I, obviously, that does not include the absolute bop, Lavender. Just just putting that
0: out there. I'm trying to remember Lavender. I have to remember that.
1: Lavender, Yakaio. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was great.
0: Yeah, yeah. great
1: song. <laughs>
2: I, I my favourite Spanish one is the um the the uh, 1991 the which goes wrong at the beginning when they can't hear the the music, the two sort of gitana girls the two they sing um they're called Azucar Moreno they're called Brown Sugar and they were just brilliant, um, but that they can't hear their their backing track at the beginning and they have to they go they leave the stage and come back on again so it was all a bit of a hoo ha but that's my favourite Spanish song of all time.
0: You realize we, because this is such a short year, we really haven't touched on only two countries.
2: Who have we missed One out? One of which
0: came in third. Because <laughs> we haven't touched about, we haven't, we didn't talk about Israel at all. Well, let's, let's, let's knock these two out. That sounds violent. Let's discuss these two. <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't talk about Israel or Sweden. Yeah, Sweden, I can understand. I don't feel like there was much there other than. My my, the only thing I enjoyed about the Swedish part is I've written down saxophone <laughs> because of that awesome sax quartet. No, nobody needs <laughs> the synchronized dancing. Not even the biggest, best ska
1: bands in the world need four saxophonists. Yeah, um, it was two aunts doing karaoke at a wedding.
0: Yeah, I have abba moms,
2: <laughs> yeah. and I've written. And the- I was very proud of myself because I've written, and half of this group will win for Norway in three years' time. Because I recognised Elizabeth Andreassen, who is half of Bobby Socks, oh. so she will win in nineteen eighty-five. That she will win for Norway. So, <sighs> Spoilers. And, I was, and I was, but I was very pleased that I recognised because I thought, "Is that her? Is that her?" And then I looked it up and thought, "Yes, it is." So, so yes, so that's that's all I wrote down. I was just excited that it was her. Yeah.
0: Did you have any strong feelings about Israel?
2: Israel? What did I write about Israel? I I said they're starting with the full Havana Gila circular dance, totally over the top backing dance routine, um, typical Eastern Mediterranean Opa number. reminded me of the things in you know my big fat Greek wedding, you know, and they go, going you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've written the two blokes look like Bruno from Fame. Do you remember the original Fame film? There was a, a, a chap with curly hair, you know. But you know, I've written song four out of ten overall, look five out. It's very middling for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed, like, the sort of traditional kind of rhythms and melodies that you find in Israeli music. Um, and, you know, they, they were sort of uh, dancing the horror, um, traditional folk dance. Um, so, yeah. And then when the drums and the clapping came in to, towards the end, I really enjoyed it, kicked it up a notch. I put it eighth. I quite enjoyed that. Where did I
2: put it? Eleventh. So they were sort of a bit further than halfway down for me.
1: Um, so we've actually managed to discuss all the songs <laughs> Yeah, Um, yeah, that's one good thing about the uh, shorter ones. Um, The voting, uh, sorry, not voting. The uh, points portion of the evening fairly unremarkable. I've got to say, you know, I I quite enjoyed, you know, how high tech for the time the scoreboard was. Mm -hmm. I was expecting, still, you know, like sort of spinning numbers on on a wheel. I I was expecting something
2: like that. Yeah, because we lived in caves in 1982, Chris. <laughs> all right, we didn't have electricity, and oh Lord, I've written proper, proper classic scoring, no farting about. With just Jan, it's all so polite and calm and dignified. It's all that stuff about. And that concludes the results of the Portuguese jury, because there was an absolute standard way of presenting. The, they say, they say, "Good evening, Ankara. May we have your votes, please?" They say, "Good evening, Harrogate. Here are the results of the of the um." Turkish jury, dum 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 dum, and that concludes the result, and that was done. That was all it. No one knew who it was. They didn't say, "Oh, my name's Freddie," and you know, I, I, I it's, it's got. Ever since they had the um, people giving the scores on screen, it's ruined it It's, for it's me. their I'm moment just,
1: of fame.
2: Oh, I know, and it's just tedious, you know.
1: My, my favorite thing, and I'm not being, I'm being entirely sarcastic when I say that, is when they insist on singing a line of the song that they're giving a yeah. twelve points to.
2: Absolutely. Uh, It's just polite and calm and dignified would be nice if we went back to a bit of that, really.
1: The only sort of big sort of moment of the night, really, I noticed picked up on was when Austria gave Germany only one point. Oh, a bit of shade
2: there, yes, yeah.
1: Shock around the audience.
2: Yeah. But what was fantastic was um, Israel gave germany 12 points now that was a big deal and then germany gave israel 12 points and so <laughs> you've no idea you know in the early 80s that was um, a big and very positive thing to happen because you know holocaust and all that jazz you know it's kind of oh look israel and germany are are, are making up um, you know it's a silly little thing the eurovision but you know it, it meant something
1: so and we had quite a lead for Germany. Um, so it's quite obvious, you know, towards the last sort of five countries to give their points who would won
2: mm-hmm.
1: by that point. Um, and, you know, uh, she comes up and sings her song again and sings it in four or five different languages. Yeah. Uh, Which was very impressive. It was. Not my cup of tea, but, you know, can't take away from her great voice. And it obviously resonated at the time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. what's interesting is that the juries back in those days they weren't allowed to see uh the the points that had gone before so like the german jury had no idea that they were in the lead which is why they don't sound very excited when they give their votes <laughs> even though we all know that they've won by then they don't because they're not allowed to see the previous votes in case they change their scores
1: that makes sense
2: yeah so um uh So that that just makes me laugh, you know. The German votes giver doesn't sound at all excited, and I went, "That's because he doesn't know," you know. (laughs) So, but yes, can we have some nice, polite, calm, and dignified voting in, you know, or vote giving in future, please? A little. I just think it's
0: funny that we've we've completely looked over the absolutely awful tourism video. Oh yeah, that they used for. (laughs) Let's go get our votes now. Let's watch this garbage oh god fa- yes i literally wrote tourism video side hustle yeah, <laughs> just, this, yeah. again i, I, I just blocked is- that from my memory because
1: it was horrible um yeah. i mean i can recommend one thing watching it on youtube you can adjust the playback speed to like a double speed watch yeah. it at double speed it's like you know one hell of a trip
2: it's just one long visit yorkshire propaganda film isn't it
1: with light jazz yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like jazz is the worst type of music, in my opinion. Light jazz, even more so. Yeah.
0: It's too light jazz. <laughs> Turn off the light jazz.
2: Oh, can I take this off yet, boys? Ah. Oh.
0: <laughs> well, I, the headbands come off. I, yeah. I think that's that signifies the end of me. Yes, years. yes. <laughs> I exactly. think so.
1: So, are you ready to hear where we're going next time?
0: Yes, please. We're continuing
1: our journey back in time. And we're going all the way back to Cannes in 1959.
2: Ooh. 59. Even I'm too young to remember that, so good.
1: I really enjoy the really, really old ones. There's always something, like, fascinating about it. I mean, I still love the 1957 contest with that scandalous 13-second kiss.
2: Yeah.
1: And and also uh, the the Austrian song, Vo... I forget. I can't remember the title now. But in the sliner's pony, that song.
2: Yes. yes,
1: I can only remember the title yes. if I sing it.
2: Yes, and that was the one that we, yeah, yeah, I liked, and you liked, and Kim liked, and everyone liked, but but the people at the time did not. It was
1: ahead of its time. It was a, yeah. it was a trendsetter.
2: So, so good, 1959. Oh, good. That'll mean another short one as well. So you know, it, it won't be a three and a half hour, will it? Indeed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Until next time, Sivvy. Bye.